Welcome to the Self-Care Project podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness. As coaches, moms, and athletes, we share what has worked for us and our clients, as well as our struggles. We are passionate about being real as women, moms, and professionals, and helping others live healthy lives through sustainable habits. Our mission is to help more people see self-care is not selfish. All right. Hey, you guys, I am Stacy and I'm here with my co-host Casey. And today we're talking about self-care, right? It is February and we really want to talk today about what the difference is between self-care and self-love, right? We're, we're getting into February. February is all about, you know, relationships and all this stuff. So let's talk about the relationship with yourself, but talk more importantly about the difference between self-care and self-love and why they are both so important. Yeah. I think it's important that we recognize that there's a difference. I think sometimes when I've talked to people about this, there's, there's not an understanding that self-care and self-love are not the same thing. But the other thing is that there's no, there's no real blueprint for it, especially when it comes to self-care taking care of yourself is going to be dependent on a lot of things like your obligations, your family dynamic. What is it that you actually like and enjoy? We can make suggestions all day long, but you've got to spend some time with yourself and figure out what it is that you actually need. Exactly. So when we're talking about self-care, we're really talking about taking care of yourself physically and mentally. And this is it could be treating yourself to a hot bubble bath, journaling, exercising, napping. There are all kinds of ways to take care of ourselves. I I mean, the other day I was like, I really just have been beating myself up lately with this marathon training and everything else. And I just wanted to do something for myself. I wanted to treat myself to something that felt good. So I went and got my nails done. Right. And I walked out and felt great, but that was a nice treat for myself. Yeah, it's funny because this topic actually came up in my Bible study this week. And I think there's some confusion about self-care and is it selfish, especially when it comes to moms, or at least, you know, that's how I feel. I feel like moms are just in a different category. This idea that prioritizing ourselves means that we are neglecting our other responsibilities, our kids, our marriage. It's just not the case. And it's not what we mean when we say self-care. Don't get me wrong, probably certainly can be depending on the person, but for the majority, what we're talking about is simply not pouring from an empty cup, putting on our oxygen mask first and understanding that we have a right to do things for ourselves, which make us better at actually doing for others. You know, I serve my community in a few different ways and I love that, but if I'm constantly giving and never taking care of myself, that that brings me joy is going to start to feel like a burden. Right. And you know what a lot of people don't think of is like this, when you're, when you're giving out to everyone else, it really is like dealing out a deck of cards, right? So you have to put a little in this pot, a little in that pot, a little in that pot. So you've got to give a little bit to your partner. You got to give a little bit to your community. You got to give a little to your kids, but you have to deal yourself in, right? Absolutely. Um, Okay. So Now we understand kind of what self-care is, right? And obviously why it can be construed as misconstrued as being selfish, but let's really talk about like what self-love is. And this is just showing the act of kindness to yourself. Okay. So this really could just look like speaking kindly to yourself, forgiving yourself, 
giving yourself grace when things really aren't going the way that you thought that they should, or the way that you had hoped they had. And remembering that you're human and you deserve the same kind of love and kindness that you give to others. I actually was watching a reel the other day and a girl had put a picture of herself when she was a little kid on her bathroom mirror so that she could say kind things to her, but to herself and imagine that it was like her like smaller self. I just thought that was really creative and um, it was sweet. (laughs) I feel like that one, just hearing it kind of punches me in all the feels, I'll be honest. But so we've said it before, if you wouldn't say it to your daughter, if you wouldn't say it to your mom, if you wouldn't say it to your grandma, don't say it to yourself. Why do we... And I, and again, I say, we, I feel like this again, mostly women feel that we need to hold ourselves to this standard. We show grace to our children, you know, or at least we should work in progress over here because they're kids and they're learning and they're experiencing things. And we want, we want to be their safety net, right? We are supposed to be the place where they feel the safest. And so we deserve to be our, our own safety net. If we make a mistake, like you said, we're human, just as a, just as human as our child or our spouse or our coworker. And we deserve the same level of grace and forgiveness that we extend to others. Right. And, you know, not only do we just need to be as kind to ourselves as we are to others, but also this includes boundaries. And I know, you know, Casey, you and I have talked about this a lot before, but prioritizing yourself and your needs over sacrificing your well-being to please others is huge. And we no longer have to settle for less than what we to de- than what we deserve. And that's not, you know, over inflating this what you feel like you deserve, but really just kind of setting some boundaries and understanding that this doesn't feel good to me. I don't feel good when I leave your house. It has nothing to do with you but we're just not, we're just not there. Like I've had to set those boundaries before. I feel icky when I'm in this space, I'm setting a boundary. This is just not the right place for me. And, and that's okay. That's absolutely okay. And we're going to stop people pleasing at the expense of our mental health. That is easier said than done recovering people pleaser over here. (laughs) And it requires a certain level of mental, of mental stability to work through years of people pleasing, but it, but it can be done. And you're not a bad person for wanting to work on you and prioritize your needs so that you can become better for yourself and for others. I serve my family better when I don't feel like I'm being lost in all the responsibility of homeschooling and coaching and cleaning and dinner and all the things that are a part of who I am, but they are not, they are they are not solely what I am, right? I, I do all of those things. Those are all pieces of who I am and my journey, but it's not all of me. And, you know, we make this change in some simple ways, gratitude, positive affirmations, going back to our why, right? We talked about that and making sure it still fits who we are and what we want to accomplish. You really just can't get stuck in that whole thing of, I use this analogy all the time of feeling like you're being drugged behind a bus, right? I mean, it's one thing to like be walking in the parade, but if you're, you're being drugged behind the bus all the time and you can't ever get, catch your feet and you can't ever like get your footing, that doesn't make you available emotionally or mentally or anything for anybody else, including yourself. And so, you know, you mentioned like, how do we, how do we make that change? A lot of times this is journaling. This is kind of understanding, 
you know, what kinds of things you want to do. What I don't necessarily want to take a bubble bath, but I will definitely go get a massage or go get my nails done. But understanding for you what relaxing and what self-care looks like, understanding for you what it feels like to give yourself that love and that grace and um those, you know, those positive affirmations, write some down, you know, what, what do you wish people along the way would have said to you, right? Or maybe what did someone say to you that really made an impact on you when you were a younger person and, you know, those, those types of things. And so having a journal, writing down those positive affirmations, putting them up, we talked about sticky notes, those things are all really, really important. All right, Casey, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, I don't think so. Although when you mentioned dragging, being dragged behind the bus, I feel like we're also the bus driver. Like, does anybody feel that? We are the bus driver and we're being dragged behind the bus. And then we're also the obstacles that we're running over. So (laughs) yes, I immediately, as soon as you say that, like I imagine like a Minions movie where I am the Minions (laughs) and all of them and I'm driving the bus and being dragged behind the bus. I'm, yeah. And I'm getting run over in the process. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. We will be back next week. We are talking about how to be a good partner. Thank you for joining us. And we hope you enjoyed the episode. Check the show notes for details. And as always, you can connect with us on Instagram at self-care project podcast. If you're interested in joining us or there's something you want to hear about, please send us a DM. You can find me at caseystevens.com or on Instagram at caseystevenswellness. You can find me at stacygartner.com or on Instagram at stacygartner. Everything else is linked in the show notes. Take care and stay healthy, you guys.